This is a HeadGum Podcast. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Cheryl, we're doing it again. <laughs> Tig, this is a bit of a theme a theme episode. Poop. No, happens. that's not the theme. I know, but there is poop. Yes, it does. Uh, it does come up. It naturally came up. It naturally came. Yeah, up. but but it's we're really talking about. This is our Halloween episode. Oh, right. Yeah, this is about- Boo! <laughs> Did I scare you? So scared. We are going to be talking about what scares people. We'll mm-hmm. be talking about safe words. We'll be talking about what do you think about when you're just like wanting to think about something and spend time alone and just think about your thing you yeah, want to think about. Yeah, what goes about. through your mind? What goes through your yeah. head? You'll be fascinated to know what's going around in our tiny minds. <laughs> Our little walnut brains. <laughs> I had an emu, and the emu had, I'm sure that brain must have been, yeah, the size of a walnut, if even a pecan. I think it's so cute because cats' brains are the size of a walnut, and I just always think that is so hilarious <laughs> when when I'm looking at my three cats. I'm like, oh, oh, tiny brain. They only have walnut sized thoughts. That's nice. It's really yeah. nice. You don't have oh. all this other crap that we're about to talk about. <laughs> They're just licking each other, swatting each other when the other one walks by. Waiting for a feather to play with. Somebody's got it on a string. Yeah. Okay, Tig, let's dive right in, shall we? Yep. Ladies and jerks, welcome to Haunters, the Art of the Scare. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries. Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling I am the first ever podcast. And Tick and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, TK. Hey, Cheryl. Hey. <laughs> We've got some Halloween spirit. Yeah, we finally watched your favorite movie. My favorite movie? I don't know. (laughs) I just thought I would say that. I was watching it thinking, is this someone's favorite movie? I know. Were you watching it like, Cheryl loves this movie. (laughs) Are you a big gore in Halloween? Not at all. Uh Although, of course, I went to like (laughs) Halloween Universal, Halloween night. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to one of those? No. Oh, 
Oh my god. I'm just not big into it. But what is it like? Well, I went with Kat, my daughter. She was probably mm-hmm. mm, I don't know how long ago. This was a few years ago. And my other like friend Like a teenager? Courtney, yeah, like a teenager. Okay. And I mean, it's like laugh, crying, screaming, mm-hmm. combo, platter yeah. all night long. Like it's fun. You have to be in the mood for it. <laughs> but you know, every time we walk through like a haunted house, a maze or anything, Kat mm-hmm. and Courtney are standing behind me, like pushing me. So I'm the first one. You know, people just jumping out at you all night, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you scream and then we laugh and then somebody else jumps out at you and then you scream. And at one point, I mean, it's it's a little exhausting because it's like hours. Yeah. Oh, my God. This. And even when you're walking down the street, there's mm-hmm. a guy behind you with a chainsaw. And at some point, one of the girls I was with, Courtney, turned around and said, we get it. Stop. <laughs> Stephanie was just telling me about when she went to some haunted house with her mother when she was younger. Somebody jumped out at Stephanie and her mother turned and went, back off. (laughs) It's like, that's what they're there to do. (laughs) Back off. (laughs) It is. It's just like, it's relentless. It's just a night of relentless Yelling and screaming and people. Is that the title? Relentless. A night of relentless yelling and yes. screaming. Yes. It's a long title, but worth it. Mm, I just, I always say that I am for Halloween an aging lesbian, but I didn't, <laughs> um, I, I, I liked Halloween when I was a kid and roaming around the area, trick-or-treating with friends, but yeah. I'm kind of getting when I say back into it, I mean, my sons are just so into I it. I know. Kids are just excited about it. Stephanie takes them to like the drugstore and they buy all of the cheapest, dumbest <laughs> stuff and they decorate our house so poorly. And they just, anybody that comes over, they just sit at the window to watch how terrified people are. So I, of course, have to call my friends and say, when you pull up, just look terrified as when you're walking When that thing up. goes off. Yeah. yeah. And they are, they're pushing buttons and, <laughs> and like shaking things. And they're just like laughing so hard at how scared our friends look walking up to the door. It's just so it's fun. It's cute. It brings them joy. It does. And they also are so drawn to scary things and they're so terrified by it it's an interesting combination isn't it people that are terrified by stuff but also and they can't look away (laughs) well actually that brings us to what we're talking about today because (laughs) this documentary was (laughs) kind of hard to did you watch it on pluto i watched it on no i feel like i had to rent it on something Oh, I watched it on Pluto, uh, Pluto TV or whatever yeah. it's called. And it has like 30 minute long commercials in it. <laughs> and Stephanie already was not wanting to watch a Halloween haunted doc. And then it had the commercials, huge commercials that were never ending. And she's like, what are we watching? When does this end? 
It's also weird how commercials haven't really kept up with changing times, you know, mm-hmm. like on Instagram, a commercial, an ad is what, 15 seconds, if anything. Yeah. And it's just like, pow, here's what it looks like <laughs> coming out of the tube. Do you want it? And yeah. you're out. And yeah. on when you're watching TV, they still have like all the bad jingles yeah. and like the guy pulls up on the bike and it's just- This was even worse than that. It was like interviews within- The commercial. The commercial. <laughs> anyway. Okay, well, shall we jump right in? We shall. Today, we're talking about Haunters, mm-hmm. The Art of the Scare. It's a 2017 documentary film directed by John Schnitzer. It chronicles the history of haunted attractions focusing on several- Contemporary haunted house enthusiasts, hi, and their differing (laughs) approaches to creating frightening DIY attractions. Mm -hmm. Do it yourself. Haunters, the art of the scare premiered at Beyond Fest in Los Angeles and is available to watch on Tubi. Mm -hmm. And I guess Pluto? Yeah. What is Beyond Fest? Mm. No, there's no way to know. No way to know. (laughs) You kidding me? I've, I've never heard of Beyond Fest. Okay, so in this documentary, Preston Meyer mm-hmm. and his wife build elaborate haunted houses every year. Generations have come to the haunted house. Mm-hmm. Over 32 million Americans attend a haunted house every year. Haunted houses have grown more extreme over the years. There are new haunted houses, some branded as extreme terror ex- experiences that are on the fringes of the haunted house world. This is this documentary. Mm. It's like, it is, it's really about people that do their own haunted houses yeah. at their homes. Yeah. I honestly wasn't quite sure what I was watching it's in same. the beginning. It's same. Because I was like, oh, at first you feel like, oh, it's just some guys that love to put on a haunted house. Yeah. And then at some point you... You see that, oh, they're that. hiring, and I use the term loosely. I couldn't. I also couldn't get a vibe on if they were speaking in code when they say, mm. "I hired people," right? Because then it's like, but I paid them with, I don't know, like candy and mm-hmm. um, joy or something, and it's like, ha ha. <laughs> and then the high schoolers are like, yeah, I do it every year. I can't wait to go and and grab people. And then they show video clips and it's like people being grabbed and dunked underwater yeah. and and like there's poop. P- poop? There's poop. Poop. <laughs> that one really got me. I mean, I thought it was like I thought it was going to be, you know, you go through the haunted house and you're blindfolded and you put your hand in something and it's peeled grapes and they're like, those are eyeballs. And the kids scream. It's like, I just touched eyeballs. Well, it's not 1950. (laughs) Cheryl. Now, if somebody did that, they'd be like, they just pull a grape out and eat it. They'd be like, mmm, grapes. (laughs) Your boys would be like, oh, can we get more of these? Eyeballs, as you like to call it. Whereas now it's like, oh my gosh, it stinks like poop. (laughs) And then it's like, yeah, because you're squishing your hand in poop. It's poop. Well, we're jumping Happy Halloween. Your hand is full of poop. (laughs) Good luck getting it out from your uh, fingernails. Happy Halloween. 
I will say you're spilling some beans right now because you're jumping right to the uh, poop. <laughs> Stephanie almost threw up during well, this watching movie. this. Yeah, of course, because mm-hmm. you're watching. Okay, let's poop. just <laughs> let's just warn our view our listeners. Uh, we are talking about bodily. F- <laughs> it sounds like one of those whistles where you pull the, the <laughs> I was shocked at that one. So so there's a guy, there's also a guy, oh what's his name? I love that your idea of a haunted house is grapes as eyeballs and like well, a skeleton he... blowing in the wind <laughs> yes. hanging from a tree and yes. a cat that's like Meow! yes boop, boop. but these guys i could not tell and i guess this is the art of it is where the line is drawn because what's the main guy russ mm-hmm. russ mac and McAmey. McCamey? Keep going. No, that's I don't know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll say McCamey. Don't know, don't Does care. Does that sound right, Thomas? There's no way to know. Russ McCamey and his wife, Carol Schultz, they love, especially Russ. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of this, were you like, Russ is cute. He's like, oh, he's just entertaining the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what keeps him going, but he loves it. I hope <laughs> he never stops. And he <laughs> spends months making this haunted house just for people yes. to enjoy. Yeah. He's Mr. Neighborhood. Yeah. So at the beginning, you're like, oh, man, way to go, Russ. And then you mm-hmm. realize, holy shitballs, Russ mm-hmm. is a nutbag. Yeah. Where yeah. you're like, uh. Is he... Is something terribly off? Is something terribly off with Russ? But mm-hmm. then, I mean, they say they have 17,000 people on their wait list just to go through this haunted house. So it's hard to know, like, who's crazier? The people that want to go through it? Well, crazy loves crazy. <gasps> crazy loves crazy. Yes. Because water rises uh, to seek its own level. Level. Mm -hmm. But I love the poor woman, Grace, the neighbor that's Mm -hmm. above Russ's house. Yeah. And she can see everything that's going on. And she's like, oh, God, those guys are ridiculous. Uh It's dangerous. Mm -hmm. What Russ is doing should be illegal. Mm-hmm. And then cut to Grace. You see Grace going through the haunted house, and then they go, and then they give this whole story of Grace is like, "I'm not doing it. I'm never doing it." And then they they talk her into, "Come on, just do it this year." Grace goes. They got back into her good graces, if you will, even if you won't. Hello, everybody. And so then Grace gets there, and she's like. She's about to go through, and she's like, Mm-mm, "I'm not doing it. I can't do it." Mm-hmm. She starts running home, yeah, like running. Which, by the way, now they're creating their own nightmare on Elm Street. She's running home on Halloween night, like as fast as she can. And then the wife, 
oh, what's her name, gets in the car and now she's speeding after her. And she <laughs> says, Grace, get back in the car. You're doing this. Grace is like, no, no. And then she gets in the car and then she goes through this haunted house. And then Russ, one of Russ's favorite things is to have video, a video camera, like, I don't know, five, five inches away from someone's um, face. You have Grace who looks like she's being tortured. Struggling, which, really struggling. Really struggling. Like, really struggling. Yeah! <sighs> and there's no, they, there's no safe word. There's no. Yeah, because what, we, what you find out is in some of the, most of them, it sounds like, right? Mm -hmm. Most of these haunted houses, they say, here's the safe word. Mm -hmm. Before you go in and they say, if we ever hear you say this safe word, mm -hmm. we'll stop it down. Mm -hmm. And then cut to Russ. No he, safe word. <laughs> and is really proud of it. Too bad. You're going to step in poop and they're going to hold you there. That, Too bad. Listen, You're going to put, they're going to put your hand in a bunch of grapes <laughs> and they're not going <laughs> to let you pull your hand out. Okay. <laughs> No. And too bad. Yep, that's right. That's yeah. a skeleton blowing in the wind, and you can't no, walk away. It, no, <laughs> it was off. It's off the charts. The things. Okay, that they we have do. to take a break. Oh, Jake, I was about to tell everybody the things that they do. Do you want to do that now, or I'll do it when we get back because it's very involved. It's very involved. We'll be right back on Tig and Cheryl True Story. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And we are back on Tig and Cheryl. True, True story. story. This is a comedy podcast. Have <laughs> you thought this was NPR? No, and by the Maybe way, one day. this is it's coming with a warning label because we are about to talk about things that if you're just like eating your croissant. If you get scared easily, this is not the episode for you. No, don't, because, wa don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> See, some people turn that off right then. And, so and it just gets worse. It, ju it, just, it just gets, gets worse. worse. And you're like, well, that can't get worse than this. So Grace, this poor woman Grace, goes through this. And it is like, first of all, mm -hmm. you see people come out of this thing covered in all kinds of fluid. Goo. And I was thinking, mm -hmm. I don't remember anybody ever like 
projectile vomiting on me in a Mm-mm. or like in Russ's haunted house, they will hold your head underwater to make you think you're drowning. Mm-hmm. And they will uh, get, you know, four inches in front no of your face. No safe word. No safe word. Four inches in front of your face. And, you know, these people are dressed like full-blown head-to-toe <laughs> monsters. Mm-hmm. And then they will projectile vomit something onto the people going through they don't know what it is and now their mouths are open while they're screaming and now this monster is throwing up something into their mouth and then they throw up and then russ has informed (laughs) russ has informed his his actor quote-unquote actors if that happens to scoop it up and shove it back into their mouth okay okay so yeah there is something very off about this (laughs) I mean, and that you can, Cheryl. Are you? Okay? Yeah, no, that um, really got me because I don't even know. Yes, please. I mean, but I, it's like you can like spooky thing. Let's right. say, let's say the people want this. Let's say the people want this. Okay. They want to be treated this way, and yes. they show up, and they right. sign away, yes. and they say no safe word. Fine. Yes. But if you're the person that is like, yeah, I'll do that. That's weird. You mean if when you're somebody's the- screaming and saying, please stop, I've had enough, please, 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 and they just keep and they shoving don't. stuff in your mouth and yeah. dunking you underwater. Like, yeah. That, imagine being that person. Wait, which person? The person that's getting it or the person that's doing it to them? The person's doing it to right. the people that are screaming stop and don't. And, and they put Grace in a coffin and she's like, no, no, Russ, please don't do this. I can't take this. And then they lock her in and she's screaming. And you think, oh, my dear God, Grace barely made it out of that thing alive. And now she's traumatized. And she talks mm-hmm. about, I was traumatized right so when you're the person that's doing that to people even right if they're saying yeah here's my money i'm gonna go through and no safe word fine if you are comfortable still doing torturing and doing that to people it just seems very odd but then tig here's Hmm. the kicker Then Grace, when she's talking about how traumatized she was, Uh she said, you know, especially the first time. And you're like, what? (laughs) Wait, wait, Grace, (laughs) what? Grace. Grace. But even still, I don't care if Grace said she goes every day of her life. I find it terribly odd if a person can continue to look at someone who is yelling, please stop, I've had enough. Like, I can't even imagine. I can't either. But the people that, it sounds like they all volunteered to do this. I mean, not the people that work at, like, Universal and Knott's Berry Farm, not mm-hmm. Scary Farm. They mm. are, you know, they're getting paid to do it, and I'm sure. But I'm sure they also must love doing it. Like, do I mm. want to wear prosthetics all night and jump out of a couch cushion? I don't think so. But these guys seem to like it. But the people that we're looking at in this documentary, it seems like most of them are volunteers. Mm -hmm. And they're like, it's a release. One girl was like, you know, I have a lot of pent up anger. 
towards my boss. <laughs> and so that's who you want? Yes. Yeah, so they, I like to just scream at people all night and yell at them. I mean, can't, how about figuring out a way to talk to your boss? <laughs> I don't know. I have hard days. and It is weird. I mean, listen, is it weirder than the people that go crazy for Christmas and have like the Christmas lights and the elves that sing and dance on their yard? Yes, it's crazier. It's crazier. I mean, the crazy Christmas stuff. Yeah. It seems good in it's good, good spirits. Spirit. It's like all in the name of love, probably. Right. And, and it's joy. Just, yeah. Nobody's like dunking someone underwater, hoping that they think they're going to Families drown. aren't sitting around ha- having other people open up boxes of poop <laughs> and saying, Merry Christmas. Well, the poop thing. Okay. Poop. The, the poop thing came up because um, Carol was saying, you know, towards the end of the documentary, they're like, yeah, some people that we've quote unquote hired also, could you get a vibe on the hiring? No. Could you? No. I Like I said, I can't understand if there was, if there's money exchanged or what, what keeps these people going. Just gummy bears. Gummy bears and joy. And rage, getting the rage rage out. Um, But she said that somebody, that there was a woman who was doing it, and I guess she saw that her boss or coworker or something like that was going through the haunted house. So she grabbed her and took her in the backyard where they, they have a lot of dogs and they have a garbage can full of poop. And she... <laughs> it's poo. And she stuck her head in it. Uh-huh. That just seems like... <laughs> that, yeah. It's, yeah. It seems... It seems dangerous to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they all seem to be laughing about it and... Well, sure, it's all fun and games till someone gets hurt. Yeah, till someone... That's what I like to say. Yeah. Stephanie kept asking me, what amount of money could someone pay you to go through that? And what is your answer, Cheryl? Go through the the poop vomit one? Yeah, where Ooh. they're dunking your head in, they're locking you in a coffin, they won't let you out. And- I'd do it for 100000 <laughs> I'm not worried about being locked in a coffin. Really? Well, you know, we know where I am with claustrophobia. You would not. What's I your mean, number? What's your number? Watching them close that coffin on her, I, I was just like, I I almost had to turn it off. It's so crazy for me. You know what's interesting? Huh. You know, I worked with Barry Sonnenfeld, the director. Um, and he... <laughs> he said he basically has um, built a little pod for himself where he can close it and it sounds a lot like a coffin he can close it and it's hold on hello is it a ghost hello oh you're here oh okay oh my god i was like terrified (laughs) i thought you were gone okay bye (laughs) it's like wow our burglar has heels on (laughs) and so friendly (laughs) <laughs> yeah, hello? <laughs> hello? 
but anyway, so Barry Sonnenfeld basically has built something that is coffin-esque. Although I'm sure if you ask him, can I put you in a coffin and close the thing? He would say, no, thank you. But that idea of it's a calm, quiet place where you can be alone with your thoughts. Wait, so he gets into a pod and closes this? Yes. Ugh, what if it couldn't open? Why wouldn't it be able to open? It's not, it doesn't I don't have a lock know. on the it. Hinge, the hinge breaks. I don't know. Well, I told you, and by the way, this is probably a bluebell waiting to happen. I'm sure I've told you the story, but when I was on Suburgatory, I had to do this prosthetic, you know? Yes. And I, I told you, yeah, yeah that they cover, they cover my face. They covered your face and you only have two straws coming out of your nose. That's the only way to breathe because even your mouth is covered. Hello, Hollywood. You can't hear anything. Your ears are covered. And they just left me in this room. And I thought, oh, God. Yeah. I mean, that's when you start thinking if there's a fire, if there's an earthquake, what people forget about me and go home. Right. That's when it's weird. Even weirder when there's not an emergency and people just go home, leave you with straws in your nose. <laughs> you can't see. It's like, oh, so that's what it is. It's the idea of being out of con- control. That's I what you don't. I that's mean, what frightens you. I I have a lot of digging to continue with on this because before it, it wasn't really an issue, really. And getting scans done when I'm in a tube, like I've been fine, but now I'm like, wow, it triggered something. I have something. to be sedated. Wow, not fully under, but slightly. You need, you need to be uh, loose. I need to be loose to have to get mm-hmm. into one of those tubes. Yeah, that's where I am. Wow, and I I wish it weren't. I wish it wasn't the case, but I'll tell you what, it's it a is. it's real. It's real, and it's brand new to my life. And that's interesting. It is. So you so what amount of money would you would it take to get you to go through Russ's? I think it might be a cool mill. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might take or more. Stephanie said there is literally no amount of money that you could pay her to go through. By no. the way, Russ said that somebody had a heart attack during the Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> I mean, of course. How is everyone not having a heart attack I don't going know. through that? Here's the thing. Here is the thing. All right. Gather around the thing. Because you know this about doing stunts. Do you do stunts? Not really. Of course. (laughs) No, but like on Star Trek, I'll- You have to do stuff. There will be an explosion and I'll have to jump on a mattress. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing about stunts is- Do you do stunts? uh, I mean, I've done a few. I'm thinking about this one film I did with uh, Laura Dern. Called Wilson. Braggadocious <laughs> alert. What and is it called? Wilson. Is it about the ball? And no, it's not about the soccer ball from the movie. Volleyball. Oh, the volleyball from what was that movie? The spinoff called Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Where you and what Laura Dern oh, are just playing vol- volleyball. Yeah, it's not about that. But um, in the film, we play sisters and we get in a fist fight. Hmm. So we had it all choreographed, and we pull each other's hair, and then she throws me across the kitchen counter. By the way, I'm sure I've said all this to the listeners before. I've never heard it. Okay, good. And then she gets me on the ground. She sits on top of me, and she punches me in the nose. Go, Laura. Uh-huh. And so, you know, we go through this, and we go through it with the stunt coordinator, and mm-hmm. and I did have a um, stunt double. But, you know, some of it you have – 
a lot of it you have to do just because you they see your face. So it's like, yeah. And Laura's a tall. She's a tall drink of water. She's five ten. Powerful lady. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we're doing it, and we do it in first. You do it in like slow motion, then half speed, and then you. Mm-hmm. Then you roll on it, and you're like, "Let's just try it in full speed." You roll on it, meaning they're taping. They're yeah, filming. you yeah. Then you you just roll the camera because it's like this may be good or bad, but mm-hmm. we should c- capture it. And you guys nailed it the first time. Yeah, that's the that no no. <laughs> but before we rolled, um, Laura was like, she said something like, "You know these." Stunts are hard because when when you really get going, your adrenaline is so high. She said, I don't want to, like, hurt you. Or I was like, yeah. Jesus, I don't want to hurt me either. And I would say Laura's adrenaline runs pretty high. It seems like it. Yeah. But she's right because when you're in the throes of it and you're going mm-hmm. full speed, mm-hmm. you know, you're pulling her hair. She's pulling your She throws you across the thing. She gets on... <laughs> She punches you in the face. It is like all happening fast and your adrenaline is going. And I just kept thinking about these people in these haunted houses. These are not trained actors. These are no. These are kids in high school. Yeah. Imagine working their for gummy bears. Adrenaline going when they're mm-hmm. like thinking they're doing a stunt where yeah. they're grabbing somebody. Yeah. But these guys are really grabbing somebody. They're actually grabbing people and, and actually dunking their heads in water. How do they know how long a person can stay they underwater? Don't, sure. No. So in in we have to take a break. <laughs> Dick, I'm trying to I'm trying to tell you about how Hollywood okay. works. Someone, please! I've been in this biz for 25 years. I'm just saying, in Hollywood. People uh-huh. go to school for this. People yeah. train for it. They uh-huh. have safe words. They know yeah. when to pull back. They know when to pull a punch. They know when to only act like you're holding somebody really tightly. Yeah, It's all an illusion. Yeah, But these 15-year-olds, do you think that they know any of this? I don't, Cheryl. <laughs> do you think Russ knows any? I don't. I don't. I for sure, I think he doesn't. I, one million percent, I have to take a break. Oh, we have to. You're just getting, okay, all right. We'll be right back on Tig and Cheryl, True True Story. Story. Spooky episode. (laughs) Poop. Poopy episode. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. 
I love my Skims Wireless Form Bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. And we are back on Tig and Cheryl. True story. story. I mean, what's interesting to you about this is Mm -hmm. these are people that do it at home. Yeah, this guy's name is Donald and his wife, Jamie. And she says, you can't talk about Halloween until, I don't know when, Mm -hmm. like until whatever, um, August. Yeah. Otherwise, it sounds like that's all they think about is just how can I make something really scary. But see, scary is not even the right word, don't you think? It's terror. Well, now, getting back to all you can think about. Yeah. What do you think about all the time? If you're really honest and like we're mm. like when you like when you have some time to yourself or when you're going to sleep. Mm. What is your go to like ah oh, good, I got time to myself. I'm gonna think about this. I'm gonna get involved. Do you have those moments? Because that's how I feel sometimes. I'm just like I can't wait till I'm just by myself yes. and I can just think about this thing. Well, it's not exciting. Okay, that's fine. Mine isn't either. No, but I can't do it when other people are around. And if I am doing it when other people are around, they're like, ew. Um, but I love to chordle. What? I love to chordle. What's that? It's an offshoot of wordle. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, that's so fine. you have, you know, you have five... Letter but words. do you think about it all? You think about portal. All you know the what's time? sad? Here's what's sad. <laughs> <laughs> One time, I had a dream. Yeah, I thought it was a prophetic dream where uh-huh. I just dreamed what the answer mm-hmm. of Wordle is tomorrow, and I was like, "Get ready, Doctor Becky Hines, because I'm about to blow <laughs> your mind." I got up and I was like, "Guess what? The word is maple." It came to me in a dream. I put in maple, and that was not the word, and that has not been the word since I dreamed it was maple. But just the idea that in my dream, mm-hmm. like I'm so excited about Wardle that I dreamed that the <laughs> that the word is maple. Like, who am I? And is that like a sad? Is that sad? So that's something where, like, when you're driving or when you're going to sleep or when you have time to yourself. And you're not playing Wordle. Mm. Are you thinking about Wordle? Like, oh, I can't wait to play Wordle again or? No, no. I probably think about, I keep trying to uh, get a shampoo company off mm. off and mm. running, up and running. Yeah. I think about that a lot. Yeah. Okay. What the package looks like. I don't want it to be single-use plastic. It's just a lot, what it smells like, what's in it. Yeah. yeah. What about yeah. you? Just um, like retirement stuff. Like um, I want to learn to golf. I want to learn to garden. Wow. I want to learn to cook. I want to play more pickleball. So this is all stuff that you're just tabling for another 20 years. 
No, no. I would like to start incorporating mm. these things in my life. Mm. But I'm just like, oh, that's going to be the life when I reach that <laughs> point where I... And I asked Stephanie that recently. I said, would you be turned off by me if I just was shuffling around the house and going out to garden and cooking with what I got out of the garden and I'm going to go golfing? And she was like, no, I would love that. Aww. I was like... Oh, because you know how sometimes people lose their attraction if their person isn't doing that thing. Yeah, that, yeah. You know? Oh, that's very sweet that she thought that. Yeah, I was excited because I was so like, you'd be oh, happy great. to just never leave the house. Just no, I love what I do, but I also just have fantasies. That's what I think about mm. a lot: is uh, shuffling around <laughs> and. <laughs> One of my friends said, I said, what what are you doing this weekend? And she said, oh, I'm just piddling around. I was like, oh, you're pid pid piddling? She goes, yeah, I just like to piddle around the house. And I was like, yeah. I've never used that word. See, I call it tic-tacking. Tic-tacking? Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, just tic-tacking, just doing some tic-tac stuff. And then so now Stephanie says it and she'll come home and she'll catch me like, going through things or organizing something and she's like oh you tic-tacking today you just tic-tacking like, yeah. it oh just tic-tacking around tic-tac did you come up with that i don't remember where that came like piping it playing it by ear i don't know oh, tic-tac well i i piddle <laughs> <laughs> all right let's take a break and we'll be no, we no don't i'm know. kidding I'm kidding. Okay, anyway. Listen, okay, circling. I was just thinking because I realize I do spend a lot of time thinking, well, when can I learn to golf? And, mm. um, you know, I don't know if I told you, but I have a fractured femur. And so I can't play uh, pickleball for oh. three more months. And wow. so I fantasize about, oh, when Mr. Thomas and I can get back out on the courts to play pickleball or when I can learn to golf and do all the gardening and cooking and stuff. So you're just... And I just wondered, are people thinking about things like that? Yes, too, or... they must be. Yeah. And people, yeah. the people in this documentary, they just, yeah, in their spare time, they are just fantasizing about mm -hmm. uh, limbs mm -hmm. and faces that are half melted off. And Yeah, those never cross my mind. <laughs> never once. Same. Never mm -mm. once would I. I'm tic tacking in my dreams. Just, <laughs> you're just shuffling. You're just tic tacking. Yeah. But you're right. There is something strange. Mm -hmm. I mean, Russ. I think so. By the end of this, Russ had taken it to a point where, and maybe this is where it is now. I'm not. I am also not sure about the ending of of it. But we'll we'll get there. Nor am I. Nor am I. <laughs> Nor am I. <laughs> but Russ, they were showing like now or at one point, it's gotten to a place where people would, and like he said, there are thousands, tens of thousands of people that want this experience. Mm -hmm. They are- My wife is not one. They're on the side of the road, the people mm -hmm. that sign up for this and are accepted. A van pulls up. Puts a bag over their heads. Happy Halloween. You know, ties their hands together. Yeah. Sometimes it looked like they were putting uh, tape around their mouth. Sometimes oh, it looked yeah. like they were putting um, plastic bags over their heads. Well, tis the season. You know? <laughs> it's a happy Halloween. How else are you going to spread 
Halloween. joy and joy. cheer. That's yeah. when I was like, wait, are they really putting saran wrap around people's Yes. <laughs> no <laughs> safe word. What would your safe word be? Do you have a safe word? Um, my safe word? Well, it has to be something that wouldn't come up in conversation. Yeah. Like I had a safe word with my friends and it was um, swashbuckler. Mm-hmm. And that was That like, didn't come up much, does it? <laughs> no. And then I had a I had a code word with my dog, like if <laughs> that did your dog know this? Yes, because okay. buddy, he knew that if he if I said this word, hmm. I will always have a treat for him, always. <laughs> so if he was like on the street and I said this yeah. word, he would come. He would not hesitate one second. He would not think twice. And that was lamb chop, lamb chop. So heard you the first time. <laughs> you want to say it again? Lamb chop, lamb chop. So it would probably be something like, you know, pickle. Oh, you're not a pickle person. I love pickles, but I, if I was going through a haunted house, I don't think the word pickle would come up oh. organically. So if mm. I yelled pickle, it seems like, oh shit, okay. let's lock it down. She's in trouble. Yeah. What would your word be? Probably tic tacking. <laughs> But that sounds. <laughs> I, I best get out of here and get to tic tacking. <laughs> I like that you you use your safe word in a sentence yeah. when you're going through the. Thing. I best get out of here and get to tic tacking. <laughs> I gotta get me some tic tacking. <laughs> That's the other thing too that I'm not a hundred percent sure about with the safe word, uh, because when people are going through these haunted houses, it is just it's so loud. Yeah. I mean you you have screams, you have the the chainsaw always with the chainsaw. <laughs> you have the poop sounds. How how does anybody hear somebody, you know, say lamb chop? Tick tacking. <laughs> <laughs> how would they hear that? I don't know. It seems like And also I thought it was pickle. Huh? I thought it was pickle. Well, yeah. Listen, I would have to yeah, come up I mean, with my your face, your face down in feces right now. <laughs> pickle, <laughs> pickle, <laughs> tick tacking. <laughs> I mean, people going through this. Now they're handcuffed or tied up, and they've got feces on their face, and somebody's throwing up in in their mouth i mean how how does that person and you're just yelling lamb chop and they they're like we don't have safe words here i said lamb chop <laughs> i'm like oh god cheryl it's pickle <laughs> oh god oh geez i guess you could if you were in that situation you could just say something like I'm having a heart attack or a stroke. Right. I guess so. Oh, God, I'm having a stroke or a it's long. heart attack. I think you uh, yell fire in a situation where you really want everyone's Lisbeth. attention. <laughs> Lisbeth, uh, I'm coming. I'm coming. 
Like on Sanford. That was the best music. So good. Did Quincy Jones write that, Thomas? Oh, Thomas. The theme song to theme song to Sanford and Son. He did? Quincy Jones wrote it? Yep. Whoa. Boy, am I good, huh? I know music. That's and I know 70s sitcoms. I know I know black 70s sitcoms. You really do. Well, we're moving on up to the east side, to the deluxe apartment in the sky. Look, it's a free podcast, people. If you're upset right now, this is free. It seemed like, and tell me if this is true Mm -hmm. to you. Yeah. Towards the end, did it seem like somebody somewhere was trying to shut Russ down? Mm -hmm. No, I'm asking you. You're disagreeing with me. You don't. I don't even think you heard what I said. No, it seemed like someone was trying to shut Russ down. So at some point, Russ, I guess every DIYer mm-hmm. dream, haunter's dream, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. that they would become a pro. Yeah. And they would get paid to do this. So Russ was going to open his own on this farm. And then, yeah, the the, the city, I think, shut it down. But then yeah. they moved it back to his house. And didn't it seem like... Even he was getting in trouble there? Yeah. (laughs) But I'm not clearly remembering. (laughs) And then Donald, this was sweet. Donald Donald and his wife, they seemed a little more sane. Mm -hmm. Did you get that? Do you know who I'm Mm -hmm. talking about? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Me too. Okay. And they were actually hired... To do a um, scary attraction at a trade show. And they were having a ball Mm -hmm. putting tongues in jars. People find each other. (laughs) Scary. No, crazy loves crazy. I don't even know what I would do if I fell for someone. Then when I really got in there, this was their interest. You know what? You would embrace it. You would embrace it. Well, there's things about Stephanie I embrace that I would not have in a previous relationship, and there are things about me that she's coming around to embracing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because there's not one perfect person out there that's gonna check every box. No. So you she wa- checked close. And but, and yeah. you want them to have some extra boxes that you didn't even weren't on your list where you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm gonna okay. Okay. All right. We got an extra box here. I didn't I'll, see this. At I didn't first. see this. I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back and to And then it. someone jumps out of that uh, box. By the way, I am terrified. <laughs> Sometimes if I if I think, you know, if you think you're alone in a space and somebody walks mm-hmm. walks up behind you, it is terrifying to me. Well, I mean, that is, I mean, this feels like a bluebell, but this is the epitome of my relationship with Stephanie is she'll be in some room in the house and then I can't, she gets so frustrated because she thinks I walk so slowly and quietly <laughs> and then I'll come around a corner and she's like, ah! <laughs> and then I just say, 
I live here. <laughs> it is all day and night in our house. We're just like, well, you don't make a sound. Yeah. Why don't you make a sound coming down the hall every time? Ah! No, the worst is with the when the hair dryer is going. So I, I can't mm-hmm. hear a thing. And somebody no. comes up behind me and I'm like, I just like, yeah. I have to scream for probably two minutes straight just to get it out. And it's pickle. <laughs> I said pickle. I said pickle. <laughs> what would you have done if while I didn't know that was Stephanie during this taping and somebody came through my office door here? I gave everybody a blow by blow. I'm like, guess what? A Tig. ghost just walked into Tig's office. Tig no longer has a head. Yeah. And oh, if we were like better actors. <laughs> Speak we, for yourself. We could have done something like that where it's like, oh, my God, look at Thomas. His eyeball's falling out. Oh, God. See, we could have done Yeah, it. if we were better actors. <laughs> After I heard you do that, I'm realizing <laughs> there's no hope. Okay, Tig, shall we wind it down? Yeah, let's wind her down. Okay. I mean, I think we did. I think, listen, mm-hmm. this documentary is about haunters. Spooky stuff. It's actually terror. I, I would yeah. call it terror. And poop. <laughs> I would call it terror, home terror mm-hmm. houses. Yes. And I would say probably not a great idea. I'm not a fan. I Look, look. I will say I love when people find their passion. Yes, yes. I am all for that. Yes. I love when people are happy. They love their job. They love their hobby, yes. their passion. Yes, yes. But um, I think it crosses the line when people are touching you and grabbing mm-hmm. you and yeah. doing physical things to your person. Mm-hmm. That's like, uh, wait a second, wait a second. Yeah. If you have to sign a waiver before you go into your neighbor's haunted house, yeah, saying if I get pooped, rubbed on my head and somebody vomits in my mouth, I'm not going to sue, I would say... <laughs> I would say uh, pickle. <laughs> I would say <laughs> I'm out. Lamb chop, lamb chop, lamb chop. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm just gonna tick tack on home. <laughs> no poop is going into this beak. By the way, I still can't get over how that Grace went through that haunted house two more times. Well, that's classic that's Grace for classic you. Classic Grace. <laughs> okay, it's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this documentary. Did you cry? I did not. Mm-hmm, Samesies. Who were you attracted to? There wasn't a person. This one was really... Uh, I was too spooked. I, w- I was too spooked. I was too um, distracted to even mm-hmm. think about that. Sex. The only person... <laughs> I mean, Donald was... Uh, ch- Donald's attractive, I guess. I'm just going to do a pass. We should each season be able to <laughs> do, one, do pass? one pass. Yeah. This is your pass? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Why are you so upset with me? I don't know, because uh, it seems like we've had some real tough ones. I'm just, I'm sticking with past. <laughs> seems like Flight of the Penguins, you would have taken a pass. 
I would have dated and been attracted to a little bird in a tuxedo. Absolutely. Or how about my octopus teacher? <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Okay, I'm going to go with Donald. I'm definitely not using my pass on this one. Okay. All right, that's all for this week's episode. Next week, we'll be talking about Love, Gilda, which you can watch on Amazon Prime or Tubi. All right. Okay, before we go, should we read some true fan mail? Yes. Rachel writes, Hey, Rachel. Hey, hey. Rachel. Hey. Hey, Tig and Cheryl. Hey. So I'm thinking about the time Tig said what she really enjoys is a good documentary about the history of wagons. <laughs> and I'm telling you, Tig, I can relate. So this weekend, I find myself watching this eight-part reality docuseries on PBS from 2004 called Colonial House in which participants try to recreate daily life of Plymouth Colony in 1628. Oh, see, that's right up my alley. So basically the show is watching people living a historically accurate yes. life as pilgrims for 16 weeks. Yes, please. 16 weeks. Uh-huh. Not long enough. After finishing. Hey, that's all they're doing is tic-tacking around those <laughs> they're, houses. They're piddling I mean, they around. are gardening and cooking and i would have been like pickle after finishing the last episode i said to myself and i'd be like pickleball (laughs) anyway i said to myself self you know who might really enjoy this program tignataro Mm -hmm. and then i thought i must email tig right now and tell her about this colonial house docuseries right now and that's how we got here your friend and lover of all things boring and historical. <laughs> Snurkful Rachel. Thank you, Snurkful Rachel. Thomas, will wow. you email me the name of that thing so I that can docuseries? Watch. Yeah, I can watch that and then Stephanie can walk in the room and be like, What? What are you want? Like of all the movies and TV shows I've begged you to watch. Why does it have to be eight part? I mean, not long enough. <laughs> Do you have anything to uh, promote, Cheryl? <clears throat> no, no. I'm just, just not this... even curb your enthusiasm. Yeah, it's okay. Curb your enthusiasm. Can, I can see your flight voice. attendant and um, getting ready to shoot. I can see your voice and um, Wilson about fate is out there. That's fun, Wilson. If you want to see a great fight scene with me and Laura Dern, and uh, you know, this week on Don't Ask Tig, Cheryl Lee Ralph is on. That's exciting. And she was, as I've mentioned, on One Mississippi. So I highly recommend. And just won an Emmy. Didn't seen, she just win an Emmy? She just won an yeah. Emmy for um, Abbott Elementary. Yeah. I She's on fire. stress enough. Check out on Amazon or Hulu, One Mississippi, and see her do just an incredible job. An incredible job on our show. Okay. And, you know, my comedy specials. And I got a book called uh, <laughs> I'm Just a Person. You should buy that. It's also an audio book. Why? Why? Why not? Why not? Chris, the holidays are coming up. Get it's people a perfect my gift. book. It's a perfect gift. It's a perfect gift. gift. All right. <sighs> All right. We did it. We did it. Subscribe to Don't Ask Tig. And Cheryl, mm-hmm. should we do it again? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it again. 
Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Thomas Willett, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett, with production assistance from Bobby Pearson. Music by David Sesson. Special thanks to Gabby Kobasic, Patrick McDonald, and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a headgum podcast.